0: Welcome to the Relationship Recovery Podcast, hosted by Jessica Knight, a certified life coach who specializes in narcissistic and emotional abuse. This podcast is intended to help you identify manipulative and abusive behavior, set boundaries with yourself and others, and heal the relationship with yourself so you can learn to love in a healthy way. Hello. Thank you for being here. I know a lot of us really struggle this time of year because the holidays can be heavy and then thinking about the new year can be challenging, especially if we've lived a really hard year, the new year can be daunting. I've spent years, New Year's Eve, crying, not last year, but the few before that, just being so drained, exhausted, not knowing how I'm going to go through another year, how I just went through the last one. And those obviously are not positive feelings. Those are, that's not what I want to feel. And it's, I don't want to crash into the new year and then like snail my way to the beginning of January. But that's how a lot of years felt. And that's certainly how it felt when I was leaving my marriage. And I often around this time of year I reflect back to that time because it was really hard For me, like we hit the year end and it was a day that I typically like I did used to really like New Year's Eve. I mean, I still kind of do. It's just I have a weird relationship to it. And I remember feeling like I can't do this for another year. I went to a yoga class that day on New Year's Day when I came home. I remember my partner said, like, you look like your dog just died. What's wrong with you? We didn't have a dog, but I was just like, I yeah, that's how I feel. And I'm pretty sure it was that day that we talked about a trial separation because there was nothing left. There was absolutely nothing left in me. I didn't even know who I was anymore. So if you are feeling this way, I am going to be releasing a New Year's Eve reflection tool, I guess, that I've done almost every year since that day. I really like it. It helps me ground myself. And so that will... An Instagram live, but I will post it in other areas too. So follow me on Instagram at Emotional Abuse Coach and you'll be able to access it. I wanted to do this podcast to talk about tools. What can you do? If you're realizing that you're at the point where this is emotional abuse, that you can't do it anymore, that you need to change something, what can you do? And I want to first go over a few housekeeping items because this does lead to the what you can do obviously getting help and validation and support is extremely helpful in beginning to heal and overcome what you're going through. I have a few offerings on my website. I have a Boundaries Deep Dive, a Relationship Recovery Course, and a Trauma Bond Recovery Group Course. Clarity Calls with me are booked through the end of January right now. They are full. Of course, things open up. From time to time. So you could always email me at Jessica at jessicanightcoaching.com. But I would invite you to not wait for that instead take the first step towards beginning to understand what you are going through and what you need to begin to heal. And so I'm gonna talk through three tools that really helped me when I was understanding that it was emotional abuse and needed to begin to get clear and work through it. The first is I started to educate myself. So I read books on narcissism. I would read the Reddit threads on emotional abuse and abusive relationships. When there was a consistent behavioral pattern, I would Google it and I would really start to educate and understand what was happening. I didn't think things were normal anymore. I almost took the approach of it's not normal. And so if it's not normal, I need to figure out what's going on. And even if I couldn't, do what they said, like, you know, hold the boundary the way they said, or just cut off no contact, I was able to do something. I remember there was this one article I read on like, why is it so hard to leave an emotionally abusive relationship? And the message, of course, is leave. And I didn't feel like I could do that at the time, but the boundaries that I had were much stronger. And I knew the direction I was working towards. I was working towards leaving. I was not working towards staying. The second thing is the one resource that really helped me and it's called The Mean Workbook by Paul Kalyani. Paul has been on the podcast before, and he will be on the podcast in January. He is an amazing resource because he was somebody with an abusive personality that chose to work on it deeply and now helps abusive people form healthy habits. And it's very hard. And he was the first person to tell you that. The way he says it is that it's important to understand that a person who controls and manipulates may have a difficult time changing their ways. Just because they know that they're doing it doesn't mean it's easy for them to change it. They will have to seek counseling so that they can focus on themselves and get control of their behavior instead of focusing on controlling yours. All that being said, Paul has something called the mean workbook. It's on his website. There's a link in the show notes. And The Mean Workbook is a way to identify your relationship's manipulation and emotional abuse number. There are 200 points and signs of abuse to go through. And so at the end, you come out with a number, and that number represents the level of abuse in the relationship. When I did this, it was 168. And if it's 0 to 20, it's just a healthier than average relationship that might have some manipulation. Class B is manipulation. There are issues in the relationship that have to be identified before they get worse. Class C manipulation is high and should be regarding as a warning sign. And anything over that is very high manipulation. And it's emotional abuse at its worst. The reason that I share that with you is because that was the tool that when I finally purchased it for $39 and sat down and went through it, Piece by piece, every 200 point, I did not look back from that point. I saw what it was. It was clear as day, and it was time for me to take it extremely seriously. It was almost like I was at that point where I read every book and I did everything that I could not, there was no more things to do. It was how do I begin to walk away? I understood that there was nothing I could do to change my partner's behavior. And any time that I did try and change their mind or convince them that the behavior was wrong, I was facing exquisite tactics by them. And it just got worse. I started to realize that when I did not submit to what they wanted, that there was a consequence. So Paul talks about that. You know, when you go through the assessment and you reach like, okay, what does the score mean? That's the advice that he has. So I highly recommend that workbook. It's more than just an assessment. There's extra resources in there and there's extra podcasts. And his podcast is amazing. The Love and Abuse podcast, I highly recommend it. I've listened to every episode, but I just scroll down. There's 50 pages in this, 51 pages in the document. I recommend it. It's $39 and it will help you so much. The last thing that I'm going to touch on is writing out the story. This could be really helpful for you because there's a romantic story that you have, that you've created, that you believe that probably ended at month three. And I want to invite you to write out the story as you see it, as you feel it in its full romanticized version, and then give yourself some space and write out the reality through the lens of now that I know about narcissism, now that I know about love bombing, Now that I know what's abusive, now that I see this one thing he did month two was actually a way to control me and I didn't pick up on it, get really clear. If this part's hard, just try and do a timeline, like month one, month two, month three. This helps you get right with the reality. When you're trauma bonded, you're not in reality. That part of your brain is turned off and we want to connect you back to it. I hope this was helpful. If you need support, you could always find me at Emotional Abuse Coach on Instagram. You could email me at jessica at com. You can check out my work, my courses, my programs at emotionalabusecoach.com. And I have so much in store for the new year. I cannot wait for you to see the podcasts that are coming.